Shalom to all. Today's office getting tough pay Zion, and we are starting pay Vav Bays, the second to last line with the words Chamisha Shakasu Klal Vachulu. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Rabbiakiv Maisha, her Neshama Shadav Aliyah, El Ili Nishmas, Rabbi Chamil Mardachai Ben Rabchaim, his Neshama Shadav Aliyah, El Ili Nishmas, Rabbi Yishai Naftali Herz Ben Rabaren, his Neshama Shadav Aliyah, and he should be Melis Yasher for his family and all of Klal Yisrael. Now the Mishnah taught a case of five husbands and wives in the same get. And in one case, this is a valid get for all five couples, and another, it's only valid valid for the last one. And what are those scenarios? So if they were written as klal haget, which the Gemara is going to describe what that is, so then it's valid, and the get is simply given to each one of the women. But if each couple had a typhus written after their names, and the Edomen signed on the bottom, then only the last one has a valid get, because the Edomen are read with those last names. So the Gemara asks, hechidami klal, hechidami typhus, what's the case of klal, where all of them are divorced, and what's the case of typhus, where only the last one is? So Amr Abiechen says, Zman If there was one date written for all five couples, that's considered klal, Whereas if each couple has a date written after their name, that's considered typhus, and only the last one is considered divorced. Even if there's one date written for all them, that's considered typhus, and it's not valid. What's considered klal? The kasav is written in this get. Us, so-and-so, meaning all the husbands' names are written first. We divorced our wives. And then all the wives' names are written, and only in that scenario, or are all them considered divorced. So now we're going to ask, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba asks, that he says, that if one day was written for all them, that's considered klal. We should be chashish for the following. Perhaps when the Edom signed on this get, they only had intent to sign for the last couple that was written, and not for all them. Don't we have a rice that says, if Edom sign on a she'elah shalom in the get, it's puzzle. Because we have to be chashish that maybe they signed for the she'elah shalom. Meaning we have a standard get, and all the way at the end of this get, there's something totally random written, go find out or go say shalom aleichem to so-and-so fellow. And Edom sign this get our puzzle because we have to be afraid that they're only signing in regards to the she'elah shalom and not in regards to the get itself. And that's because it's the last thing written in the get. Here too, we should be chashish that the Edom signed only for the last couple written in the get, not for the previous four. So come answer is no problem. Marla wasn't already stated on that bride. So Amr Rabbo Rabbo says, Rabbi Yechon explained to me this matter. Shalu pasol vishalu kasher. If the statement written in the get was something separate, and all it said was inquire how that fellow is doing, so then it's pasol because it's a totally separate statement. However, if the statement written was vishalu and ask how this fellow is doing, so then it's kosher, because clearly, this statement of She'elah Shalom is connected to the previous part of the get, Hachanami, so to over here with the get, Dechsev Bey, Pliny, Upliny, Upliny. This get that has five couples written in it has the word and connecting each couple. Ruvain's divorcing his wife so-and-so, and Shimon's divorcing his wife so-and-so, and Levi's divorcing his wife so-and-so, and since every name is connected to the name before it, the Edom are signing on everyone's names, not just on the last one. But the market team is asking this soon, furthermore, that if each one has a date written after their name, that's considered Typhus, and only the last one's divorced, my Why are we saying that it's possible because of Typhus? There's a different reason why it's possible. We should say the reason why it's possible is because it's like a get that's written during the day and signed that night. We know that if it gets written during the day and signed that night, it's possible because that means it was written one day and signed a different day. So to over here, we're assuming that each of these dates that's written on this get is totally separate from the other one. So it got to be possible because of that. So Amr Markashish, Brader of Chizler of Ashi, he answered, This was said in the name of Yechanon, Every single one of them was written on Sunday, which means all five names were written on the same exact day and it was signed on that day. Now we go to ask on Rish Lakish, Amr Lakish, the Amr that says, that even if there's one date for all of them, that's still considered Typhus, 
And only the last one is kosher. What's considered klal? It's written in as follows. Anu plani uplani. Us so-and-so, meaning all the husband's names. We divorced our wives so-and-so, meaning all the women's names were written afterwards. We still have a problem with this. It turns out that two women are being divorced with one get. It has to be written for her. Not that it gets allowed to be written for her and her friend. Again, it has to be written for an individual woman, not for multiple women together. So our answer is no, it's not a problem. After this get had a grouping of the husband's names and the wife's names, then the cipher wrote each husband and wife individually. So it's not considered like one get divorcing multiple women at the same time. Why should this be different than what was learned in Brisa? If a person writes over all of his nechassim simultaneously to two of his avadim, kanu, they're kind of themselves, and they have to free each other because each one is kind of the other and then they just free each other and then they go free. And we're assuming this was written on the same exact star. And we know that the freeing of an Evid is compared to a get of a woman. And if we see the two avadim could be written on the same star, so why should two women not be allowed to be written on the same get? The Gemara answers, didn't we already establish as referring to the following? Two separate stars, meaning two separate stars were written simultaneously, each one for a different evidence of his, and therefore we're not talking about that it was written in the same star. And now the Gemara tells us Tiny Kavas Rabbi Yechanan, Tiny Kavas Rabbi Lakish. We have a brass just like Rabbi Yechanan and a brass just like Rabbi Lakish. Tiny Kavas Rabbi Yechanan, what's a brass like Rabbi Yechanan? The brass says Chamish Shukasu B'Seich Haget. Five couples that were written in a get. Ish Pliny Megarish Plinus, Upliny Plinus, Upliny Plinus. This man's divorcing his wife and that one his wife and the other one his wife. Uzman Echel Lekulon and there's one date written for all them. For Edom Elamata and Edom are signed below. Kulon Ksherim, all them are kosher. And this piece of paper, this get has to be given to each one of the women. However, if there's an individual date written for each one of them, and the Edom are signed below, only the couple that the Edom are read with, meaning the last couple, that gets valid for them, but not the other ones. If there's a space in between the names, then it's possible. If not, then it's kosher. Because the date is not being mafsik between them. So we see that the Tanakama of this brass is like Rabbi Yechanan. And Tanakama of this we have a brass just like Rosh Lakish, what does the Bryce say? Chamisha Shakasu Klaus Haget. Five they're written as a clow inside a get. How are they written? Anu plenty you plenty. Us, so and so husbands, Gerashin, Shesenu, Plenus, Uplenus, we divorced our wives, so and so and so and so, Pliny Gerish Plenus, Uplenny Gerish Plenus, and then each couple's name is written individually, this one divorced that one, and that one divorced this one, who's Manachel Kulon, and one's mind was written for all them, Voidim Elamato, and the Edom are signed below, Kulon Ksherim, all them are Kosher, Vatinos and Chalachas Vachas, it has to be given to each one of the women, Zuman Chal Echad Vachad, however, if his mind was written individually for each of them, Vrevachal Echad Vachad, and there was a space in between each one, Voidim Elamato, and the Edom are signed below, Esra Edom Nikran, Imai Kosher, only the one that the Edom is read with, name the last couple, the get is kosher for them. Rav Meir, Meir, whereas Rav Meir says, even though there is no space in between them, it's possible, because his mind is mafsik them. Now we just ask on this last b'risa. Rish Lakish, according to Rish Lakish, my area is malachal echad echad. Why does the b'risa say, if there's a man for each one of them, it's possible? Ha'am, Rish Lakish had already told us, that even if there's one man written for all of them, that's considered typhus and only the last one's kosher. So why does the b'risa say that if there's a man written for each one of them, it's possible? Of course it's possible. The Gemara answer is, that's only if they weren't mixed up, they weren't written together originally. If they were written together originally, in if there's a date separating in between them, yes, meaning there's a problem, but if there's no date there, then there's no problem and it would be a valid get. Moving on to another Mishnah. We have two getin that are written right next to each other, meaning they're written on the same piece of parchment, one in one column, one in the other column. Which means two edim that signed their names in Hebrew, signed underneath, and their names 
names went from one column to underneath the next column. And then there was another two Edim, but they had signed in Greek. They were Jewish Edim, but they signed their names in Greek. They also started their signatures under one column, and their signature continued into the next column. That one, meaning the get, or the column, that the first names of the Edim are read with it, that get is kosher. But the column that only has the father's name there, that get is not kosher. Let's pause for a second and explain this. Names written in Hebrew and in Greek differ from each other. When they're written in Hebrew, first the son's name is written, then the father's, as in Reuven ben Yaakov. That means Reuven, the son of Yaakov. However, names written in Greek are the other way around. So Reuven ben Yaakov in Greek means Reuven, whose son is Yaakov. So the case that we're discussing now is half the name was written under one column, the other half was written under the other column, and whichever get has two first names under it, that's valid. So let's say the first two set of Adam signed were in Hebrew. That means that the Adam's first names are written under column number one, making it a valid get. And if the first set of Adam's signed were in Greek, that means that the Adam's first names are under column two, making that one a valid get and not the get written in column one. Now we have a different version of this, slightly more complicated. There's the same four Adam signed. However, the first one signed was in Hebrew, the next one in Greek, the third one in Hebrew, and then the fourth one in Greek. And once again, the name was started in one column and went to the other column. Both of these get in our puzzle. Now it's important to know in this case how they're set up. So take a look at this picture drawn over here in Rashi. So you see at the top of both columns it says that's just referring to the date. And now we take a look at the names. So the first aid that we encounter over here in the first column is a Hebrew name, Ruvain Ben, and then take a look at column two, Yaakov, and then it says Ivri, which means it's being signed in Hebrew. That means that the aide's first name is written in column one. Take a look at the next name in the second column. It says Yosef Yavani. Now go back to the first column. His name is continued where it says Ben Shimon. So since his name is written in Greek, what's his first name? Ben Shimon. So we have the first name of two Adim written in the first column. Now go to the second column where it says Kahas Ivri, and then go back to that first column where the name is continued. It says Ben Levi. Now, since that's a Hebrew name, that means that his first name is in the second column. Now, going to our last aid in the first column where it says Yachts El Ben. Now, go to the second column, Naftali Yavani. Since he's Greek, that means his first name is Naftali. So, here we have two first names in the second column. And the Mishnah just told us that both of these Getin are Apostle. And the Gemara explain why that is if we have two first names in the first column and two first names in the second column. Now, the Gemara begins by asking on the first case of the Mishnah where we had said that only the get that has two first names written under it is kosher. So let's say the first two names were written in Hebrew. That means that the get on the right column is going to be kosher. So now the Gemara asks, Why aren't we machsher both get in? The first get written in the first column should be kosher because it has the name Ruvain under it, meaning it has the first name. And the get written in the second column should be kosher because it has the name Ben Yaakov Aid, which is also considered kosher. Why is that? Because we learned a mission on Ahmed Bey's Benish Pliny Aid kosher. If a person doesn't write his first name, he just writes his father's name. He writes the son of such and such man as an aide, that's kosher. So the get in the second column should be kosher because it says Ben Yaakov aide, and that's also a valid signature. So my answer is no, because the cost of Ruvain Ben, Akama, the way this fellow signed his name under the first column was by writing Ruvain Ben, Ruvain the son of, the Yaakov aide, Abasra, and it says Yaakov aide in the second column, and it doesn't say Ben Yaakov aide in the second column, so therefore that second column doesn't have a proper signature. The Gemara continues asking, will Skasher high be Ruvain Ben, will Skasher high be Yaakov aide? We still could be Machshirit. The first column has a first name, it says Ruvain Ben. The second column also 
also has a signature, even though it doesn't say Ben Yaakov Aid, all it says is Yaakov Aid, it's still valid, Datanan, because Mishnah Rabbe says, Ish plenty Aid, Kusher. If all it says is a person's name and then the word Aid afterwards, that's Kusher. So when it says Yaakov Aid in the second column, that's a valid signature. The more answer is like Kusav Aid, because it doesn't have the word Aid, and all it says is Yaakov, so that's not a valid signature. V by Samuel. Alternatively, Lo'em to Kusav Aid. Really, we can understand that under the second column, it has the word Yaakov Aid. However, Udiyadinan Baha Chasima Delav Yaakov Hu. We all know that this is not Yaakov's signature. It might say Yaakov Aid, but we know this is not Yaakov's signature, so that's why it's not a valid signature in the second column. The market is asking Pesai Noam Beza on the top, Vidilma Bishma Davua Perhaps Ruvain signed using his father's name. In the first column, he signed Ruvain Ben, and in the second column, Ruvain signed Yaakov Aid. So he was using his father's name. So we do know who this person is. The Gemara says, Loi Shavik in a A person's not going to leave his own name and sign using his father's name. The Gemara continues asking, Perhaps Ruvain used his father's name as a simon, as a sign or symbol for his own signature. Meaning, perhaps instead of Ruvain signing his own name, he just made it standard that he just used to sign Yaakov as a symbol for his signature. And how do we know this works? The Harav Tzayar Kavra. Rav used to draw a fish instead of signing his own name. Reb Chanina Charusa. Reb Chanina used to draw a picture of a palm branch. Reb Chizda Samach. Reb Chiz would write a Samach. Reb Shaya Ayin. Reb Shaya would write the letter Ayin instead of a signature. And Rabbi Rav Huna Tzayar Mechusa. Rabbi Rav Huna would draw the mast of a ship as his signature, and he wouldn't actually sign his name. So maybe instead of Ruvain signing his name, he just would make a symbol for his name, and that symbol was the name Yaakov. Sigmar says, simana. A person's not going to be so chutzpedek to make his father's name a symbol for his own, so that's why even if it says Yaakov Aid in the second column, it's not a valid signature. Now the Mark is asking, Which should be Machshir the first get, meaning the one written in the first column with the Hebrew name signed under it, because that's where the first names are, and we should be Miskashir the second get, the one in the second column, because it has Greek names signed under it, because remember, when signing in Greek, the second name that's written is really the first name. So so that means that we also have two first names signed under the second get. And how do we know it's enough? Because we learned in Mishnah Ahmed Bey's Gachik Savi Ivris, if a get was written in Hebrew, Ivanis, but the Adam signed in Greek, or Yvanis Vaid of Ivris, it was written in Greek and it was signed in Hebrew, Kosher, it's Kosher. So we can have two Greek Adams signed on a get. And Khitam suggests the Gemara Kim Dumfuk Bashnashitim Lai that the reason why it's possible is because there's two lines separating the get in the second column and the signatures for that get. That's not a valid reason to possible it, because Vamar Khiske, Khiske says, Milo Bakrivim Kosher, that even if the space in between the Kosher signature and the get itself were filled with krivim, and krivim are not allowed to sign, still the get's kosher. So why should the get on the left, on the second column, not be kosher? So Gemara says, Hatani Z'iri, Shneim Cheren. First of all, Z'iri teaches that both the get and are kosher. But Vatani Don, what does our Tana hold? Dilma Gundalas Chasim, perhaps he's Adim signed in an unconventional way. There's a Chuvah's Gaim that explains that the word Gundalas means a lefty. A lefty was called Gundalas because he's writing unconventionally with his left hand as opposed to his right. And over here we have to be chashed this as well, that even though we have these Adim signing in Greek, perhaps they signed unconventionally the Kulu Achadhu the Chasimi, and all of them signed only on one get, meaning these Greek Adim saw that the Hebrew Adim signed before them. And as we said in Hebrew, first is the first name, then is the father's name. So these Greek Adim decided, you know what, let's write our first names first and our father's names last, even though that's not usual, let's do that over here. And then that would turn out that there's four first names under the first column and only father's names under the second column. And that's why this get in the second column is invalid. Now we're going to the next case of mission, which had said, Eid Echad Ivri Eid Echad Yivani, that we had four Adim signed, one Ivri. Than Ivani, and then another Ivri, and then another Ivani. Both of these get to an apostle. The Gemara is 
why is that so? Well, it's kasher high be'ed echad every ve'ed echad yivani. V'hai be'ed echad every ve'ed echad yivani. Why are we machshir both get in? Because each one of them has an every and yivani signed on it. And we know this is kasher because Al-Tanan was learned in Mishnah, e'ed echad every ve'ed echad yivani kasher. That if one ed is signed in Hebrew and the other one in Greek, it's kasher. So the answer is that Tani Z'iri Shneim Ksherim. First of all, Z'iri taught that both of them are kasher. But Tani Dudan, what about our Tana? Tilmugundal is chasim. We have to be chashish that one of these Greek edim signed unconventionally, and that means that he put his name first and then his father's name, Utlas Achad. And that means that three edim's first names were signed under one get, Vechad Achad, and only the first name of one aid was signed on the other get. And that means that we don't have two signatures under both of the getin. So that's why both get in our apostle, because we don't know which one is which. We don't know how the Greek edim actually signed their names at the end of the day. So both of these get in our apostle. And I'll do brand new Mishnah with more cases. Shir mixes a get. Let's say a person left over part of the get, Uksav Bidaf Hasheni, and he wrote the remainder of the get on a Daf Hasheni. This does not mean on a second piece of parchment. It just means on a second column. So part of it was written on the first column, part of it was written on the second column. Though Edim El and the Edim are signed below, meaning they're signed below the second column, Kasher the gets valid. Another scenario, Chasmu Edim Baresh Hadaf, the Edim signed at the top of the page, Menatzad, or on the side, Oyma Achra Begat Pashat, or in the back of a regular get, Pasal the gets Pasal, because the Edim has to be signed underneath the text of the get. Another scenario. Let's say the top of this one was next to the top of that one. Now what does that mean the top of this one was like the top of that one? So he wrote the first get on the bottom half of the piece of paper, and then he just flipped the piece of paper around and wrote the second get on the second part of the piece of paper. That means that both getting are written on the same side of the piece of paper, both starting from the middle, one of them starting from the middle going downwards, the other one starting from the middle going upwards. Or if you flip the piece of paper, it's the same thing, starting from the middle going downwards and upwards, and the Edom are signed in the middle. The Gemara is going to discuss what that means, signed in the middle. That get is possible. Another scenario similar but different. The end of this one is next to the end of that one. And the Edom are signed in the middle. The one the Edom are read with is Kasher. So over here, it's the other way around. He started writing the get from the top of the piece of paper and filled up half of the parchment. Then he turned the parchment around. Now the top half of the parchment is empty and he wrote another get starting from the top half, going down to the middle. So now we have the ends of two getin meeting up in the middle and then Edom signed in that middle space. So whichever get they signed under, meaning whichever get is read with those adim, that gets kosher. The other one, which is basically upside down, is puzzle. And a third scenario, the top of this one is next to the end of that one. The one that the adim is read at the end of that get, that one's kosher. So over here, it's fairly simple. He started from the top of the piece of parchment, wrote a get, then had a little bit of a space, and then wrote another get, continuing down to the bottom of the piece of parchment, and the adim were signed in the middle. So the get that the adim are read with, that get is kosher, the other one is not. Another scenario, Geshek Savay Ivris, a get that was written in Hebrew, Ve'ed of Yavanis, and its Edom were written in Greek. Yavanis Ve'ed of Ivris, it was written in Greek, and the Edom were written in Hebrew. Eid Echad Ivri Ve'ed Echad Yavani, one Eid signed in Hebrew, the other one in Greek. Ksav Cipher Ve'ed, or is written by the cipher and signed by an Eid. Kosher, in all these scenarios, the gets Kosher. Another scenario, let's say the Eid signed as follows Ish Plenty Eid, this fellow, so and so, let's say Ruvain Eid, Kosher, that's Kosher. Let's say he signed as follows Ben Ish Plenty Eid, the son of such and such man, is an Eid, Kosher, that's also Kosher. Meaning he didn't write Ruvain Ben Yaakov, he just wrote Ben Yaakov Eid, that's Kosher. Let's say he writes Ish Plenty Ben Ish Plenty, Ruvain Ben Yaakov, Veloy Kosov Eid, and he didn't write the word Eid afterwards, Kosher is also Kosher. This is what the Nikia Adas and Yushlaim used to do, they wouldn't write any extraneous words, there's no reason to write the word Eid over here, so all they would write is Ruvain Ben Yaakov, and that's it. And last thing Misha says, Kosov Chani Chasoi Vichani Chasa, Kosher, if inside the get itself, Chani Chasoi or Chani Chasa were written, that's Kosher. That's either means a nickname that the husband or wife are called by, 
or this means a last name. Now, remember, they didn't have last names back in the day. They were just called Ruven Ben Yaakov or Leah Baschayim. But for whatever reason, that family had a name that everyone called them by. Perhaps they were goldsmiths. So everyone called them the goldsmiths. Even though that wasn't their official legal last name, that's what people called them by. So if that was written in the get, it would be valid. Now, I think we're asked on the first case of Mishnah where we had said a get written in two different columns on the same piece of paper is kosher. Let's be kosher. These are really two totally separate getin. And it turned out that the date of the first get, meaning the one written on the right column, is right next to the witnesses on the last get, meaning the one in the second column. In other words, the first get is written on the bottom of the first column, and the second get is written on the top of the second column. So it means that the Adim signed on the second get are right by the beginning of the first get on the first column. And what happened over here? Vigazil's man de Basra, the husband of the first get on the right hand side, cut off the date of the last get, and he also cut off a whole bunch of other stuff of the last get. Vedim de Kama, and he also cut off the Adim that were signed on the first get, and he pieced these two different get in together. And really, the get in the first column and the get in the second column are not the same get, they're two totally separate get in. Why should it be kosher? So Rabbi Abba, Rabbi answers, in the first column, there's actually space underneath the get, so we wouldn't have to suspect that the husband of the get in the first column cut off half of his get. Ask Marva, then was man de basra make his guys a? Perhaps he cut off this man of the second get, meaning in the second column. So maybe the get in the first column doesn't have any issues, but the top part of the get in the second column was cut off. So Gemara says, just like Rabba said with Shem Rav, where there's space underneath that get in the first column, so to over here, it must be they were talking about a situation where there's space above the get in the second column, so we know that nothing was cut off because there's just empty space there. But the Gemara continues asking, perhaps a husband himself changed his mind in the middle of writing the get, because of, and then later on continued to write it. And we know that that's possible. We know that if in the middle of writing a get, a husband decides, you want to know what? I don't want to divorce my wife. And later on decides he wants to, he has to write a totally brand new get. And maybe that's what happened over here. He started writing in the first column, changed his mind, and continued writing in the second column, and that would be possible. So Mara says, no, the cost of hare at milamata umutaris milamala. He wrote one sentence, half in the first column, half in the second column, meaning he wrote, behold, you are in the first column. And in the second column, he wrote, permitted to whomever you want to marry. And he for sure wrote that at the same time, which means we don't have to suspect that he stopped writing the get after the first column and continued to the second one. The Gemara asks, what do you mean? Perhaps that did happen. Maybe he did stop mid-sentence. So the Gemara answers, no, we don't have to be chashish so much that mid-sentence he stopped writing the get. Now, Ravashi, Ravashi gives a totally different reason why we don't have to be chashish that when we have this get written in two columns that there's a problem with it. And why not? Because we can tell that this parchment has been stretched. The way they used to finish preparing parchment was that they would take an unfinished piece, tie stones around the edges, stretch it out, and then scrape it down to prepare for writing on it. And that means that the inner part of the parchment was lighter colored, and the outer edges that weren't fully stretched were a little bit darker. And so Rashi's saying that we're able to tell that this is one piece of paper and no cutting or pasting was done because we could tell that the edges are all dark and the middle is a lighter color, and therefore we could tell that this get is not piecemeal and it's written by one husband for his wife all at one shot. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue explaining the Mishnah for now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.